0: Hey everyone, my name is Chris Lambert, and on this channel we talk Kanye West, and today we are talking Go to the Moon, which is the one song on Whole lot of Red which has a whole lot of songs at 24, but it's the only one that features Kanye, and you do get a whole lot of Kanye, uh, his verse is pretty long of the one minute and 59 seconds he makes up a minute and 12 seconds and you have Cardi just kind of throwing in some stuff to be like hey I was on the song too remember me it's my album uh, but Kanye is definitely like the feature on this song not just featured on this song but the feature of this song and it's a strong verse I think there's a lot of cleverness to it's It's different than what we heard on Ego Death and Pray For Me and Feel Away and uh, what else do we have? Smack DVD. I think I still have Smack DVD as my number one when it comes to these verses he's done in 2020. I know there are a lot of people saying Go To The Moon is their favorite at this point, and it is a little bit more rap energy from Kanye uh, in a way that we kind of got from Ego Death. But I don't know, there's just something that feels kind of classic about this. So I get why people have been pretty high on it, though. I did see a few people say that they didn't like it at all, which I don't understand. (laughs) Uh, But let's get into looking at the lines. So it starts off with Kanye saying she ugly hot like it. And then he starts describing this girl. But the idea of ugly hots. Let's pause for a second and discuss. I like to think it's getting into the idea that while this girl is physically like attractive, on the other hand, her lifestyle and decision-making and everything else about her personality-wise is just ugly. So that's what Kanye is getting into of kind of that, that difference between the surface and the uh, interior. So she's hot, but she's ugly, right? So she's a chick that calls you to borrow 500, then promise she go and pay you back tomorrow. So she's using you for money. But then Kanye gets into this kind of extended scene with this girl. It's not that she's borrowing money from you. It's that she then leaves with a scammer with a Gucci hat from Marshalls, which to me is this like classic Kanye bar, right? It's not only just getting into a micro narrative, but it's getting into this girl leaving with this guy who's a scammer and you know he's a scammer because he has a Gucci hat from Marshall's. Like you don't get Gucci Gucci hats from Marshall's. And the fact that it's like a fashion bar <laughs> as well, but getting into the irony of like Gucci and Marshall's and getting into the uh, difference or dichotomy in terms of brands where Marshall tends to appeal to people more at that uh, middle class, lower class shopping experience where Gucci is that upper class shopping experience. So, somebody kind of trying to imitate the upper class when they don't have that kind of money uh, just feels very classic in terms of Kanye talking about all falls down, new slaves, all the bars he's had about how we try to show off through fashion and try to make ourselves feel better than where we are at in our lives through fashion. And this guy being a scammer is just kind of doing that, but he's also scamming others. I don't know, there's just like a whole lot. That you can dive into with this line not just in terms of kanye's discography and comparing it to other lyrics in his discography but just in terms of the implications and social implications of this it's a great line it's a great line so we go from that to slept with him yeah so this poor girl right she borrows 500 from you leaves with this scammer because she thinks he's something fly she sleeps with him and then wakes up and saw his watch was a fossil which fossil is another like strong brand but also tends to be like marshall's more of that like affordable branding (laughs) rather than something like a rolex so it's like imagine her disappointment when she wakes up next to a guy with a fossil and it's not that like if you wear a fossil you're a lesser person but for this girl that's trying to like live this lifestyle, live at the top of the mountain, to borrow some language from on-site in Jesus. and Yeezus, seeing this guy with the fossil watch is not that, which is probably just destroys her because she's ugly hot and she cares about superficial things like that. The more that I'm talking about it, the bar, like, this whole thing reminds me a lot more of Yeezus and the life of Pablo just in terms of some of the uh, social implications and themes that get brought up in just these four lines. Really enjoyed it. So, we have everybody wear a costume, which Genius has here. Like, this could be a reference to the fashion industry, which, like, I guess it could be. But you just had this scene of this guy faking who he is using these, like, Gucci hat from Marshall's, like a fossil watch that might look a little more. Uh, expensive than what it really is like he's wearing a costume and this girl's also wearing a costume by trying to associate with people like this guy, but she doesn't have that money because she's borrowing 500 from you. He doesn't have that money because look at what he's doing. So it's like everybody wears a costume to try to look a little richer than what they are a little more fly than what they are. And then spray a little extra perfume is just that thing. Like if you stink, Right? Spray a little more perfume to cover the stink. So these people just aren't really good people, but they try to dress themselves up or spray a little more perfume to cover what's going on. Um, I guess you could take it that harshly, but you could also just look a little bit more sympathetic that all of us are spraying a little more perfume in our lives to make things appear a little better or pass the smell test when really. Uh, upon closer ex- inspection, they might not. So, another line that has more depth and implications to it that you can really kind of sink your teeth into, especially if you're a vampire. So, Yeezys in the Stock Room, they were kind of shifting at this point. Uh, Yeezys in the Stock Room, that's the name, make the stock boom. So just, yeah, if you're working with Yeezy, then it's going to do well for your stocks. If you're working with Kanye, your stock's going to rise, which probably is in reference not just to Adidas and the success Adidas has had partnering with Kanye, but also the success that Gap seems to have had with the clothing line not even dropping. Just in the aftermath of Kanye and Gap announcing the partnership between them, Gap stock increased uh, to, I think it was like the highest in two years something like that. But, uh, they've seen a lot of excitement as we get closer and closer to, I believe it's January, February, the Yeezy Gap collaboration should drop in store. So we'll also be discussing that as we get closer to that. And there's more information that comes out about it. So I promised or hit the club with at least 10, you in a 500, that's a cheat, Benz. So i I guess like with at least 10 as in at least 10 G's or at least with a girl that's a 10 or with 10 girls or in a car that's a 10 speed or something where he's saying you in a 500, like we got 10 you in a five hundred, five ten. 10. There's something about like half of that. That's a cheap Benz. So you're driving something that's less than what I'm driving. Connie's just kind of setting up this contrast between him and what other people have. Is essentially what we should get out of this line, even if we might not parse out specifically what's being said. Uh, I promise Playboy, which kind of gets back to the Fossil Watch and the Marshals. So there's still this motif going on of having a little bit cheaper things than other people. Uh, I promise Playboy would get the tape out for The weekend is Over, which... I mean, is he referring to the album as he's executive producing the album? Is he just referring to getting his verse down on the song? Because I'm sure that Kanye can take a while to deliver verses. And you know, he's just kind of like, hey, can I get the verse? Can I get the verse? And he's like, I'll get it to you this weekend. I'll get it to you this weekend. But we do know that Kanye had kind of been on this. We were hearing snippets of it for a couple of months now. So I don't know if there's... Uh, something more to that, right? It's, like, in the moment. Or if it was something that he had recorded, because there was the previous line of talking about a three-way with his wife, something like that, and that's clearly not in the verse at this point. So I don't know if that means that Kanye re-recorded the entire verse, and that's what he's referring to. Like, this would have been where the line was. (laughs) And he just kind of subbed this in. Yeah, but... Uh, it's at least a little self referential. And the idea that Whole Lot of Red took two years to come out, and fans have been clamoring about it, especially over the last few months. There have been a heightened, like, where's the album? Like, you said it was going to drop, where's the album? So, this could be in reference to just all that hype, but also speaks then to. Kanye being aware of the hype, which would make this a more recent reference as well. Uh, But then too famous famous to sneak in, famous to sneak in, too famous to sneak in, which I guess talking about hitting the club and everything you have in the club, uh, Wolverine in a sheepskin, which (laughs) is such a great line as well. That might be my favorite line on the album because Kanye is such a Wolverine, right? He's not just a wolf in sheep's clothing. He's a Wolverine in a sheepskin. (laughs) Like, he will mess things up. He has that next-level energy. You can't contain him. And people think, you know, about the comic book character Wolverine, who's a little intense... And Kanye could be talking about himself in that superhero way. We know that Kanye has uh, superhero aspirations. He's called himself Steve Jobs mixed with Steve Austin in the past, which this song kind of reminds me of. So channeling the superhero Wolverine makes sense to a certain degree, but Wolverines as animals are also just like crazy things. You don't think about them as like deadly or violence, but they will mess people up. So... Maybe just a wolverine in sheepskin, literally the animal (laughs) uh, and how dangerous that can be. But I'd be going off the deep end. uh, Just yeah, just saying he can be intense. He can, you know, go off his rocker, kind of go too far, take things to that next level. Uh, We here for a reason. Boy, we got more to do. Kanye has been saying this ever since his car crash, right? was it it never let me down? Uh, something early on, and he's like, must be here for a reason. Just the idea that if he survived the car crash, then God clearly wants him here. And that moment was something that made him feel justified in everything that he was doing going forward, because he knows he has a mission that's not finished. And he's talked about that a lot the last few years. It wasn't just on the college dropout, but it's been for years and years. He's referred to like being here for a reason and having a mission and how that fuels him so even though that crash happened way back in 2002 that's still an energy that here 18 years later is fueling kanye and driving him in everything that he does so we have that Uh, and then you text just like yo and another transition right (laughs) yo i'm like yo i've been avoiding you which this is kind of a theme recently of Kanye talking about text messages. I talked about texts on na 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 and just thinking back to real friends, he talked about text messages and It's a a recurring element over the last few years where I feel like I don't hear a lot of other rappers talking about text messages as much as I hear Kanye talking about text messages on songs. Um, But another theme of these text message conversations is not liking who's texting him, not wanting them to text him, or him avoiding who's texting him. It's never just like, hey, thanks for the text. It's like, ugh, ugh, you." uh yay jesus gang you correct uh, so just that idea of like yeah you correct as in you're good you're doing rights and saying yeah you're part of my jesus gang you're doing things right and contrast that with you always asking for buddha you a buddha pest, which it's interesting because he sets up, yay, Jesus gang, you correct. So we get the you there that refers to the Jesus gang. But then we get you always asking for Buddha. So is it the same you as in the Jesus gang? Like, hey, the Jesus gang good, but you're always asking about Buddha, you a Budapest. Or is the you here just a different you? Setting up a contrast again between the Jesus gang and then the other yous that are asking for Buddha and being a Budapest. There has been rumors... Excuse me. I first saw it on WhatsApp ever and on Twitter about this potentially referring to Yandi, since Yandi was a play on the name Gandhi, which gets into Buddhism, as Gandhi was a was a Buddhist, right? <laughs> uh, so it's kind of a reference to Yandi, but just works with the the idea of Budapest and Kane playing on that line, which I can see the arguments for. It would be weird for him just to like. Be mentioning Buddha here in general, but if he's also talking about like the Jesus gang being correct, and then talking about somebody that's incorrect, just contrasting it with another religion, and just being like, "Yeah, Jesus gang uh, versus everything else," but that also feels like a little antagonistic or a little. Con- I mean, Kanye's not shy of controversy, but it's kind of drawing a line in the sand in terms of religious beliefs, which. I don't think that's what he intended. Uh, and there is the line, you know, Jesus Christ did the laundry when it comes to Yandi and taking it from what it was going to be to being Jesus' king. So that idea of like, hey, you're always asking for Buddha, but remember, Jesus did the laundry, like you're being a Budapest. Uh, I can see arguments for this being referenced to Yandi. I don't think it's necessarily implicitly or explicitly clear to where you can guarantee that's what this line's about. Uh, it might just be that Kanye is saying, if people are always asking me about Buddha, you're a Budapest and just liked the joke. So made the joke. So uh, I'd kind of go 50, 50 either way, or just like non-definitive on how you want to read this. Uh, if they don't play this call the DJ, which I feel like Kanye's had other references to radio and DJ play recently but if they don't play this call the dj this verse just shut down the freeway like oh it's so good people in their car are gonna stop and like dance or just stop in disbelief like you know the djs with the radio need to play so that's kind of the connection to the freeway is just the idea that the djs should be playing this on the radio this should be a radio song will cardi release it as a single probably not i would imagine (laughs) Uh, Born in the A, you can't impeach Yay! So Kanye, I think more so than maybe ever before, is getting into his roots in Atlanta. It's where he was born. He stayed three years, and then his parents got divorced, and his mom took him up to Chicago. And his dad, I think, ended up in Washington, D.C. But Kanye has been spending a lot of time in Atlanta this year, and... Just kind of acknowledging I was born in Atlanta and you can't impeach yay, which (laughs) Georgia's national thing is peaches. So there's something about the idea of since I'm born in Atlanta, you can't impeach me like you can't get rid of my connection to peaches, like just a play on that idea there. But also the presidential impeachments, if you go too far as a president, you can be impeached, much like Donald Trump, Bill Clinton, who's the other guy? Nixon. Uh, So, or maybe he resigned first, I don't know. But you at least have Clinton and Trump that have been impeached. And kind of just saying, like, because he was a presidential candidate, right, and still has presidential aspirations, he's kind of making that lone presidency uh, relation uh, line there. So, and then we close up with the case so brief, don't bring your briefcase and probably plays off on the impeachment like there's a hearing there's a case it's very much like a trial for impeachments and kanye's just saying like you can't impeach me like the case is so open and shut and that you can't impeach me like it's so brief don't even bring your briefcase And that's that, which kind of in some ways gets back to Kanye talking about how he can't be canceled, how everybody still loves him, which has been featured on a couple songs since 2018, right? Kanye's talked about it in interviews as well. He's just like, you know, I'm like family. I might go too far, but you can't like get rid of me. You still love me. Like you can't cancel me. I can't be canceled. And it's kind of something like that. You can't impeach me. You can't get rid of me. Like... It's just how it is. And then you have Cardi coming in with the bridge, which I think is way too long. It could have been like three watts, right, rather than seven watts. And then uh, Cardi says go to the moon for the first time, which is the only time the moon is referenced on the song, which kind of comes out of nowhere a little bit. And then he just has some kind of throwaway cliche lines yeah if it sounds like i'm being a little down on cardi's lyricism here it's because they don't feel like he tried that much on the song maybe it's in line with a theme that i haven't like parsed out on the album yet and somebody can be like well if you compare this to track one and track three it's in line with this and it contrasts later and you can justify this for me but as of right now it's just like shorty tell me what's up got some drink in my cup got my op in my blunt guys try to keep up in the car with my son, get killed by a pump. I. So he's now envisioning. I mean, I talked about wanting the lyrics to be a little darker and a little more murderous. So I guess the fact that like he has this vision of being in the car with his son and getting killed is pretty dark and murderous. I got a redhead. My vibe is tough, but it still kind of hits me out of nowhere given the scene. Uh, I done been through a lot. I done seen some stuff. Everything dope. Shout out to the bluff. So. I mean, this starts to get interesting here, but I feel like it's surrounded just by some basic like default cliche hip hop scenes or lyrics or uh, lines that don't really add much to Cardi and right and understanding Cardi and understanding Cardi's character on this album. But that's me being a little bit too me. I'm sure it's fine for others, but I just wish, given how strong and interesting Kanye's verse was, that Cardi kind of came with some matching energy, or at least some more originality in this verse that could kind of play off of what Kanye was doing, or just add to the concept or song in general in a way that I found a little bit more meaningful. So, eh. Uh, So the song ends up a little bit of a mixed bag. I think in the other songs that Kanye has featured on, even if I don't like, it's not that I don't like, I just think there's a little bit more of a disconnect between like Ty Dolla Sign's verse on Ego Death to Kanye's verse on Ego Death. But I still like what Ty Dolla Sign's doing. I still like his voice and his presentation. I think most of the other collaborations Kanye has had in 2020, uh, the other artists held up on the song. It wasn't just Kanye dominating the song and being the lone bright lights like on Smack DVD and pray for me. I really didn't feel a way. I all really like what two chains and St. John is doing, but here, eh. which there are other moments on whole lot of red where Cardi is great and fantastic. I just wish he had brought some of that to this verse, eh. but I'll keep listening and then skipping once Kanye's done. (laughs) Uh, But if you have thoughts on the verse, if you have any questions that you want to ask about any lyrics or any thoughts on the lyrics that I may have uh, not had or shared, please leave a comment down below. And if you're enjoying this channel and you want to support us, the easiest way is to like, subscribe, comment, as those things tell YouTube this is a channel people engage with and then they show it to more people. And uh, that's it for now. Until next time, stay wavy and keep it loopy. Cheers.